I'm Taka Magero, <laughs> the storyteller. Welcome to my podcast. <sighs> the washcloth. The washcloth was so powerful. After the dark night of the soul that I had, I was so sure I will not see light. I was so sure I will die. I even wrote a farewell letter to my children. Oh, I will describe that dark night another day. Today I just want to talk about the washcloth. After everything soothed, everything soothed the next day. And the doctors and nurses let me sleep pain. I woke up at lunchtime and found a pure white washcloth next to me, next to my bed. Now let me tell you, when I got into this hospital, these nurses, none of them thought of giving me toiletries. I had to call my sister Michelle and her husband Lucy. Organized toiletries, rather scavenged for toiletries, panties, flannel, slippers, toothbrush, toothpaste, towels, lotion. And who is Lucy? She decides to pick for me Geisha. Oh, the people who know me. Nutaka doesn't shower with Geisha. But life teaches you certain things. I've always bought Geisha for Priscilla, my maid. For the seven years that she's been with me, I have committedly bought for her Geisha every month, thinking I was an angel buying for her Geisha. Oh, from now henceforth, I'll buy for her all the expensive soaps that she may desire to use for the rest of her life. I will buy them. Because sweet Lucy, colorful Lucy, happy Lucy. Oh, she should have seen the toiletries she picked for me. Luminous green towel, navy blue flannel, white and blue slippers, pink toothbrush, light blue panties. I've never owned a light blue panty. But oh, when I put all those things in the bathroom, it just showed me Lucy's joy. No wonder she's the perfect person to be raising Issa. I saw her radiance. I appreciated it. But I just couldn't bring myself to shower with Geisha. And for five days straight, I just rinsed myself. I never showered with a Geisha. Pink Geisha, not even white Geisha. Pink Keisha, oh Lucy, you humbled me. I love your humbling. And I stood after that dark night of the soul and I took the white flannel. It was exciting to use a white flannel because I tend to use a lot of white flannels. All my towels in my house are white. So I could resonate with the white towel. I'd never used Lucy's blue towel i just used to wipe myself with it hair cannabis to shower let me not start lying i was fighting for life not showering and in my weaknesses 
I never sat on the plastic chair in the bathroom. I thought I would do that when I'm 90. But on this day of the white washcloth that was next to my bed, my, 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 I was so happy to take the white washcloth. And I went into the bathroom, as usual, shitting like crazy. COVID makes you shit. You shit for 20 minutes. I'll say 19 minutes. It's a demon. You shit. You shit black things. The day I became sick, my periods came and they came with a vengeance. I've always struggled with heavy periods. But this time they came with all the clots and colors and measures that it can possibly come. So as I walk into this washroom, you can imagine how filthy I am. But I'm ready to tackle this thing with a white washcloth. Otaka, you know how to wash a white washcloth is so hard. But I shitted. And then I seated on the divine plastic white chair for once. And I said, today I will wash myself. But I looked at that white flannel, but I promised that I'll wash my whole body with it. And with soap and I'll wash but I will throw it away because I could imagine how filthy it was or it was going to be. I sat there for a long time under the water, holding the flannel and getting so scared of washing myself. Then I braved myself and took the geisha, Lucy's geisha. And I applied it all over the white towel and I washed myself. My, 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 that thing was filthy. This body hadn't been washed with soap for five days. It was so dirty and messy and disgusting. Then I was like, I, I need to rinse a little bit of it so before I throw it. So that if the nurses or cleaners see, they don't see all the filth. But on my hand, there was a needle in my hand that could not allow me to even wring the towel even a little bit. They had struggled for almost three, four hours to just put a line in that hand and I didn't want to tissue it because I was tired of being pricked. My veins had disappeared. They were contemplating using baby needles to find a vein. But by God's grace, a genius doctor just put a big needle by faith into me and it worked. And I knew this line cannot be removed because they can't stand finding another line. I have to stay with this line. So God, there's no way I'm rinsing this washcloth. I'm throwing it. But who is God? I hear him so softly and so gently. He says, place the white towel right under the shower. I took it. I didn't fold a ring. I just opened it white. Put it under the hot shower and all the filth flowed out. It was pure like it had just been bought. I didn't ring even a little bit and I started crying because I knew it was a miracle. But who is Taka? Taka has to test God. She doesn't believe she's worthy of a miracle. She hangs the white towel and I make a deal with God. Do it three times. 
then I believe it will be a miracle. Oh, the next day, when I woke up and stood at the window for the first time and made that beautiful video that I sent out, my friend, coincidentally with the so-called Taka, calls me and tells me, Taka, your skin looks so beautiful in that video. I hadn't noticed that. I go back and check the video and I'm like, my skin is newborn. It's reborn. It's new. It's not my dirty skin. And I was scared. That morning when I woke up, I woke up and when I was taking the video, I didn't even washed my face. I just gone to the washroom, shitted, and came and stood at the window and then took the video. And my skin was pure. Day two, I went. I started healing. I went and did the regime again and showered. You know, I had all these plaster markings, bandages, things that they leave on your skin because they keep on doing blood withdrawals three times in a day. So each time they do a blood withdrawal, they stick some cotton on your hand or whatever they're removing blood from. So I had them all over my hands and they were stuck and they had left markings. And I started washing with the washcloth the second day. Then again, I put it under the water, filthy as it was. Oh my, it remained, became pure again, instantly. Pure like it had never been used. I said, God, this is day two. I'm waiting for day three. Day three, I woke up in the morning and I mentally discharged myself from the hospital. I told the nurses that pumped potassium in my body the whole night because my heart was rested and I kept on getting heartbeats of 40. So the doctor told me, can only release me. She can only release me if my heartbeat comes up. And she asked me to allow her to pump potassium, drip in my system the whole night to bring it up. I said, I will do it. And I slowly slept with the drip, woke up in the morning feeling potassiumed. And I told the nurses, don't give me another drip unless you test me. That was the only no I'd ever said in that hospital. I was a very submissive patient. I did everything the nurses told me to do. But on this instance, I asked them to test me first before they added me potassium because I felt potassiumed. But what I really felt is that I knew I was going home. When the nurse left, after giving me drips, I packed my bags and I went into the washroom with the washcloth. And I washed myself thoroughly. And I told God, this is day three of you proving that it's you speaking. Oh, I washed everything. I washed and I finally washed under my stomach where they'd been injecting the anticoagulant injections. I washed. That thing was filthy. And I put it under the water one third time, rinsed thoroughly, back to purity. And the spirit of the Lord fell upon me. And he told me, this is what I've been telling you, Zippy. I want you to learn to trust me. I'm trying to tell you. I don't expect you to lift a finger. I will be with you. But I told him, I am filthy. I am dirty like the washcloth. And he told me, who told you I call perfection?
The fact that you are aware that you are filthy is what makes you worthy of my calling. I don't call perfect people. I call imperfect people. But all I want for them, from them, is to trust me. They need to believe that they don't need to lift a finger. That I, Yahweh, will lift the finger for them. Taka, have you ever lifted a finger in three days to rinse a washcloth? Look at how pure it is. There's no towel in your house that is as pure as that white cloth. You know it, Taka. Taka, you know it. And I said, Lord, I will trust in you. I will trust in you. And in my weaknesses, I was so afraid that I will fail God. But he whispered so gently, so, so gently. And he told me, I will help you. I will help you. I will help you. As I've already taught you, I no longer want you to lift a finger. I just want you to trust that I am with you. And I will help you. I will love you. If I can make sure that you don't have to rain a washcloth, what can't I do for you, Taka? Trust in me, Taka. Trust in me. I trust in you.